Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hara. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. So happy to have you here with me today. It is mid-July. It is my birthday month. My birthday is at the end of July, so I'm super excited. We are also coming up on the one-year anniversary of Next Level Leaders, which is so crazy to me, but also really exciting. Honestly, sometimes I'm not the best at committing to certain things, especially if it means that I'm the one that's in charge of getting them done on a frequent basis. So uh, yeah, that's the Enneagram Achiever in me is I am always excited to jump on and do the next fun thing and I I don't necessarily always finish things that I start. So I am very proud that I have been doing this for a year and I hope you have gotten so much out of this podcast. That is what it's all about is bringing additional helpful content to your daily commute or whenever you're tuning in. So yesterday I was helping out with some yard work and I was pulling weeds in our front yard and our oldest daughter, Penelope, she's two and a half, she wanted to come help and she saw me grabbing at grass and putting it in a dustpan so that I could bring it all over to our green waste bin and she instantly started picking at grass right next to me thinking that that's what she was supposed to be doing and of course I thought it was the sweetest thing ever and I laughed and let her pick grass and add it to the dustpan and she was so helpful and it made me think how often are we doing something because we think it's helpful or think maybe we're going to stand out if we do what someone else is doing who we perceive as doing it well or doing things that are standing out but then we go and do it next to them and maybe we don't even realize we're doing it completely wrong or don't have all of the information to be able to do it correctly. So that led me to thinking about this week's episode which is, are you doing the right things to stand out at work? And I'm not going to try to define what the right things are. It's going to be so different based on whatever industry you're in, what position or title you have. So of course I'll leave that part up to you, but I do want you to think about a couple of things first and foremost. There are three types of employee personas or maybe labels that people get that I want you to try to avoid. And that is first and foremost, a bandwagoner. So like Penelope coming to help me pick the weeds, 
I don't want you to just jump on the bandwagon blindly without asking yourself some questions to determine why am I doing this? Is it going to benefit me in the end? Am I doing this because it's easy because someone else has already kind of paved the way and that's why it's easy for me to jump on that bandwagon? The second one is, are you doing what you think that they want you to be doing? So maybe you're wanting to get promoted and you think your manager or the manager above them, maybe it's a director or a senior manager, maybe you're doing something because they've mentioned in a previous meeting that this is something that they like or appreciate about someone or something that is not always the case that it's open and shut oh we only are going to promote this type of person if it's something that they mentioned sure maybe that's helpful sometimes but I wouldn't change your whole way of working to fit into that bubble definitely work on being original and working on areas that are going to help you and benefit you the most as well as benefiting the company and therefore standing out in your work. The third one is a yes man or people pleaser. Trust me, I've honestly been in all three of these boats and I want you to avoid them as much as possible because in the end, it didn't get me anywhere because I wasn't being my own unique person and I wasn't clear on what I wanted and therefore I was kind of just running around hoping that something would stick or that someone would, you know, promote me when maybe it wasn't the right fit. And I'm so glad that it didn't end up happening in that situation because when I did get clear and when I was ready to promote, I got promoted to a great team and worked with someone who I honestly am still really close friends with to this day. So get clear If you're in one of those boats right now, or it's easy to get sucked into those occasionally and be like, oh no, I've been a people pleaser this whole last week. What am I doing? You know, don't beat yourself up too much about it. You can always reassess and then of course set some boundaries if necessary, especially if you're a people pleaser. I learned that the hard way, it was not easy to set some new boundaries, but If you are in that boat, don't hesitate to reach out over on Instagram is where I hang out the most, but feel free to shoot me a DM and be like, Hey, I listened to episode 49. I need some help to not be a people pleaser and we can have a quick chat. Okay. So I was cracking up a little bit because as I was taking down my notes, I realized that the acronym for today works out as clown. C-L-O-W-N. So I'm going to talk to you about a few things that hopefully will help you remember them with that acronym. Write it down somewhere if you need to. But think about that when you are trying to stand out at work. Maybe if a bunch of people are doing one thing and you're thinking about jumping on the bandwagon or maybe your manager mentions something that they like and you're thinking, oh, I need to do more of this. And you're kind of thinking again like Penelope helping me with pulling weeds she didn't even question it she just saw me doing something and came in and started copying what I was doing well that may not always be helpful or necessary so 
Don't go after that shiny object if your manager is saying, oh, hey, I, I really like it when this happens, or I really like it when you do this. You know, think about what you want and head more in that direction. Same goes for when you are becoming more of a people pleaser or a yes man, saying yes to everything that your boss is asking of you or friends are asking of you and becoming that people pleaser. Think of this acronym of CLOWN because that is going to help you stop and think for a minute if you should proceed with whatever it is that you think you should be doing, okay? So the first one is communicating both with your leader and others what you enjoy doing. If you want to stand out at work, when you're able to communicate what you're interested in and what you enjoy doing, other people are going to come to you when there is an opportunity for that. So I think about an example. I had a team member who was so interested in any issues that happened on our website for the company that I worked for. So she wanted to be on the bugs team. They created and investigated different bugs that were on the website. And so initially she went out and talked to other team members and other managers saying, oh my gosh, I love it when these things happen. And before there was even a position for a bugs team, she was sharing out there what she was interested in. She was helping do some of her own research and tracking of what was happening and whether certain bugs were fixed or not. And soon enough, there was a team that was in our Salt Lake City office that was not originally a plan, but because there was interest and people talking about it, we ended up having a team be created and she was one of the ones who joined that team. The next one is L, lift others up in meetings and in personal conversations. A way to stand out, especially as a leader amongst your peers, is by being able to compliment, commend, and recognize good things that your team members and other people are doing. If you think about it, when other people recognize something that someone is doing, that's a good job, or maybe you've had a team member or a manager recognize something that you did really well. Of course, it's going to make you feel amazing and all the warm fuzzies inside, and it gives you that extra drive and motivation to keep going and doing well in your position. So do that for others. Be the person who lifts others up and you will also be seen as a leader in return because they recognize, wow, they are looking for my areas of strength. They are recognizing the good things that I'm doing. And genuinely, people will see that as a leadership strength for you. This can be done in meeting settings or it can be done, like I mentioned, in personal conversations. Uh, like, for example, if you have Slack at work, you can send direct Slack messages recognizing what other team members are doing. And that could be just a direct message or you could message that in a group chat as well. I also like to do these in person. So having the conversations in different aspects. So again, people can understand your tone and 
you're coming from a genuine place. O is owning your shortcomings or mistakes. Now you might be thinking, how am I going to stand out at work or even stand out as a leader when I'm calling myself out on mistakes? But again, I challenge you to think back to a time when your own manager has said, you know what? I messed up or you know what? I made a mistake. Do you not feel a little bit better? Or maybe like you sigh, you have a sigh of relief when your boss makes a little bit of a mistake and it's not saying, oh, like, let me point fingers and laugh at you. You're saying, wow, like they're human too. They make mistakes. It's tough when people don't own their mistakes or don't share about them. And of course, if you maybe are a brand or maybe you're a company and you don't want to show that you have struggled along the way. I know for me, there are certain things that may look really great and that I've never struggled, but I can tell you if you reached out and said, hey, did you have any issues or did you make any mistakes when creating this product or I mean the podcast, are you kidding me? When I first was creating the podcast, it was a hot mess, but I'm hoping of course over time that I keep getting better and better with editing and not making as many mistakes so it comes off more professional But I also enjoy going back and listening to episodes in the very beginning of certain podcasts to see how someone has improved over time. Of course, you can do all the editing to edit out any sort of filler words or whatever it may be, but there's definitely a sound of confidence that increases over time with even something like a podcast. So the finished product may look clean and crisp and amazing, but again, when you or someone else can own the mistakes or own your shortcomings, it can make such a big difference. It shows that you're human. It shows self-awareness that, hey, you know what? I thought I could get this done in a week and I made a mistake. I'll tell you, I spoke in June and I've told you all about how excited I was I told you the topic that I was speaking about and when I went to record my content, of course, like when it was coming down to the wire because that's how I operate with deadlines, I realized, holy crap, I bit off way more than I can chew. There is no way I can successfully talk someone through this full process in like 35 to 40 minutes. That was my time frame for my presentation. And so what I did was included a freebie at the end of it. I said, you know what? I am going to create a course that is going to cover all of this information and anyone who attended the event and reached out would get it for free. And you know how long that content was when I recorded it all in saying that this is everything that you need for what I was saying I was going to speak on in 40 minutes It took over three and a half hours of finalized video content. And then there's stuff added in as well, but three and a half hours of video content for what I thought I could maybe cover in 40 minutes. 
So by having that freebie at the end, I was owning the fact that, you know what, I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. This is a learning experience. So I am grateful to have had that experience and had some exposure to understand when I am picking a topic for future speaking events, I need to think it out a little bit more thoroughly than what I had because the title that I had created was definitely not something that I could cover in such a short time. The W is for what do you enjoy most about your job and how can you do more of that? This is where the confidence piece comes in. So the C for communicating with your leader and others what you enjoy doing, this is part of that. The W is thinking, what do I like most about my job and how can I do more of that? That's exactly what the girl on my team did who was interested in working with the different bugs on the website. It started off as a passion and then it ended up becoming something that she did for a couple hours a week and then something that she did for almost half of her week and then it turned into a full-time position. So I always encourage you to ask yourself, what do you enjoy most about your job and how can you do more of that? How can you get more involved in whatever it is that you're most enjoying? And honestly, that is what led me to being a leadership coach is when I thought, what do I enjoy most about my position? And it's always been the personal development piece of helping women grow into other roles, whether that be leadership roles or not, helping women elevate and take themselves to the next level, sometimes somewhere where they didn't even see themselves before, but I saw that potential in them. So helping them open up their ways of thinking and gaining that confidence. Oh my gosh, I could live off of that adrenaline that I get by feeling that through them. So I realized that's where my passion is and I started a business out of it. So I highly recommend you do this as a thought exercise of what do I love most about my job? Prioritize every single thing you do from the thing you love the most to the thing you like the least. And the way that you show more confidence, and again, confidence stands out in the workplace. So if you're doing more of what you love, you're going to show up more confident and you're going to be standing out in the workplace. That can lead to other positions, promotions, maybe it's getting recruited to other workplaces. If you've listened to the first episode on my story, it's a long one, so I am totally okay if you don't ever listen to it, but this part is relatable in the sense that I was confident in what I did and I loved what I did, and because of that, Other leaders in departments who I didn't even know were telling a recruiter my name saying, hey, if you're looking for someone who's driven, motivated, and very passionate, reach out to Nicole. If you have an opportunity, you should talk to her for sure. And guess what? That is a huge, huge step in my career was when I was recruited to that startup company. Okay, and the N is for networking. Again, these are all things that I talk about all the time. So I feel like I'm beating a dead horse to a degree, 
but networking is important both inside and outside of the workplace. So if you want to stand out at work, how do you do that? You network and you communicate all the different things. You work from from the letter C all the way to the letter W and include that in your networking. So you're communicating what you enjoy doing with all sorts of different people. You lift others up. Word gets spread when you talk about, hey, you know what? So-and-so said that they really enjoyed this about what I do. And that really felt nice to hear that compliment. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, well, the other day they told me that they enjoy this about me. How cool is that? I love that they go out of their way to share what good things are happening. The O, owning your shortcomings or mistakes. When you can do that humbly and say, you know what? I made a mistake. This is what happened. This is what I learned from it. Oh my gosh, that shows so much self-awareness and stands out to so many people, both at your same level, below you, and above you. And then, of course, when you are doing more of what you love and being more confident, that helps you stand out in and of itself just because you're exuding so much confidence. So the networking piece is almost included in all of that, but I wanted to make an additional point to convey the importance of networking, again, both inside and outside of work. You could go on LinkedIn and share something that you made a mistake on and what you learned from it and invite others, hey, what's something that you made a mistake on maybe in the last week or the last month and what did you learn from it? And it shows maybe add a hashtag to be human, like that is exactly what we all are. And we can relate by saying, hey, we made mistakes and we can learn from them. All right, friends, I hope this clown acronym can help you. I think it's a little out there with the fact that it worked out to uh, spell out the word clown, but hopefully it's something funny that you can reflect back to easily when you are thinking how can I stand out in the workplace? And if you reflect back on the word clown and what that means inside the acronym, I know that you will be able to stand out at work if you start doing these things and avoid those three things that we talked about in the beginning of being a bandwagoner, doing things that you think your manager wants you to be doing, or being a yes man slash people pleaser. Until next week, we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it, and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.